coming up this week. The Southern California Pass returns, construction starts early on the Tower of Terror, and Knott's is forced to change the name of one of their scary farm mazes. Plus later, I take a look at the shiny new Hyatt House. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 613 for the week of September 25th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Marjo Mulata willie Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. How was everyone's week? Busy. Yeah, busy, hot, yes. Ours, we had a cool down. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Went dropped into the eighties. Ooh, and then. And, <laughs> yeah, and and even lower, actually, into the seventies, and yeah, there, it yeah, got cool enough cool that day, trees, yeah. trees actually started to change. <laughs> they confused the trees. Yeah, it did, yeah. and then uh, yeah, like the That's our birch trees nice. are turning color, and then it went up into the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was teaching a weather lesson. You know, I, I do model lessons for teachers, and I'm with technology, and so I'm in, I don't even remember where, where was I, Green, no, was I in Greenville, South Carolina? Yes, which I where I am now, Greenville, South Carolina, and so these are second graders, and then talking to them about, like, okay, fall, what does it look like, and I'm trying to explain to them where, well, I, where I am, I like it here because it's green, and there's not a lot of green where I'm from, and it gets really hot in September, like, everything what you that you think about weather explodes in a second grader's mind when you explain that california is dry it's hot there's fires like these kids you could just start looking at me like you're making this up the stranger from another land (laughs) no i promise you (laughs) i I promise you there's not green trees all over the place and and it's and it's really hot in october but anyways well well, you have to come up to northern california it's completely different well and that's what i told (laughs) no and that's it's funny because that's what we talk about how go yes but in some places in California, it's really cold. It's a big in July. Place. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very cool. Got to say hello to our friends listening live in Mixler, on Mixler, in Mixler, whatever. Um, if you want to listen live and chat with uh, everyone else, you can head to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, uh, and find the Disneyland Edition. We stream our show live every Sunday evening beginning at 7 p.m. Pacific. So please join us. It's always a good time. Especially the time between shows that we can't mention. Um, <laughs> also, don't forget about the rest of the Diz Unplugged family of podcasts. Uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show on Mondays. The Orlando Show live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. The Universal Edition live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And Diz Pop every Friday-ish. Plus the Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific for your day's quick look at, whoa, for your quick look at the day's Disney news. There we go. Uh, and Mixler is enjoying, is looking forward to the blue hour. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
so Mary Jo and I were at the uh, Halloween party on Friday night, along with some some strangers. Um, <laughs> that, that they may the have party. heard of. Yes, right. <laughs> they they. Uh, so some of the Orlando team made a last minute trip to, to, out to California. Um, they are working hard on the airplane right now to edit lots and lots of, of video footage for y'all. So we will have the parade, the fireworks, uh, an overview of, of the, of the event. I'm, I'm assuming sometime this week. So, uh, keep an eye on that. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to both the Diz and the Diz Unplugged YouTube channels for that. Um, I will link to, uh, also on our, on our Facebook page when things like that go up. But, um, we had a great time at the Halloween party. Uh, saw the new parade. Do you want to talk about that first, Mary Jo? I think that would be good to, to okay. talk about it. Cause that's the, um, that's the big change is, is the parade. Yeah. So well, let's, but, boy, there's not a lot of enthusiasm in your voice, Mary Jo. No, there, there is. Cause I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think of all the things that we had experienced. I yes. happen to love the parade. We, we're so used to the cavalcade, which is a kind of a, mm-hmm. um, very much a happy Disney character. Uh, yeah, this was frolicky this was type of an, the anti-hero parade. Yes, there yes, were no, there were no, there were no good, good people in this parade. Well, it starts off with a very slow, and then I'll, we'll start with this, Tom, because you and I okay, have yeah, let's, different reactions. Yeah, for the, the we're talking about the headless horseman, right? So the headless horseman um, starts off and. He starts off from about the Matterhorn area. This time when he so you figure yeah, we, he comes yeah, out we heard from he Fantasyland. Didn't, yeah, we heard he didn't do the whole parade. He did like three quarters of the parade. Right. He has so no head. He, what are you expecting? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like you know, I was I was thinking about it later, Mary Jo, and could some of it be the fact that they're shooting off fireworks out by Small World, and maybe the horse needs to be. In a different location than the fireworks? Away from that. Away from it, that? It could be, well, but where the horse would come through yeah. with the rest of the with parade, it's not really there. Yeah, I don't, but yeah, I don't know the, where they kept the horse. Yeah, the old ranch area. So we were looking, you know where Casey Jr. Circus Train, they've got that part that's closed off for the, uh, the Big Thunder Railroad. Like, well, we saw some cast members come into the park today. From, from there. those gates okay. over by the village house. So I'm thinking that that's where the horse came came out right. of because the people who saw it, they said it came out from near Alice in Wonderland. So I'm like, okay, so it came out from backstage there. So if you're over by It's a Small World, I don't plan on going to It's a Small World if you want to see the Headless Horseman. They that's can a good tip. Later. Yeah. But um, if I was, I would be ticked off if I, if I were at it's a small world and didn't see it. But anyway, so he came up Main Street. And first of all, the cool thing is, you know, they have these wonderful projections on Main Street. So they're playing all of this Halloween music, um, some Disney-related Halloween music, like the skeleton dance and some other things, with all these projections. So that's going on all evening. So Main Street is really cool. But then the music became kind of eerie yeah, and slowed down. And then the headless horseman comes by and walks slowly behind, I mean, walks slowly in the middle of Main Street on his big horse, right? With his 
pumpkin head. He's holding it on the right side. So if you want to see the pumpkin head, um, the first time you see the parade, sit on the Emporium side, or the Candy Palace side of the Main Street, so you can see his head that he's holding in his arm. And then if the second parade, you can sit on the other side over by um, Starbucks, the Market House. You can sit on that side for the second parade to get the, the full effect. We sat on the Starbucks side for the first parade, and Tom will tell you why in a bit. But it was still good. It was still... It was... I thought it was really cool. You had a different impression. Tom. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, yeah, I, I... The the promo for it was that he was going to gallop down Main Street. He did not gallop down Main Street. He walked slowly, as slow as possible down Main Street. <laughs> really? Tom, yeah. again, Tom, I've seen you with but- no head. You're not galloping when your head is not on your shoulders. <laughs> but the horse, yeah. could, the horse had a head. He could see. Okay, good I was, point. I was, I was talking, that is a good point, but I was talking to a former cast member at Walt Disney World, and she said that, and Michael, you may have experienced this, because I know you've gone quite a few times, but she said that the horse used to gallop and had special shoes where sparks would fly off, would, would shoot out as it was galloping down the street, but then people complained that they could, they barely saw it. It was a blur, you know, as the horse came down. So we're, I'm thinking that they probably, since the parade route isn't that long at Disneyland. They want to give everybody the chance to get a good view of the horse, headless horseman. Plus it's kind of dark. Yeah. They don't have dark. any spotlights. Yeah. They don't have yeah. spotlights. Uh, make sure your cameras are on ISO 1600 or something like that. You know, you're just making to, that up. No, there is an ISO 1600, <laughs> okay. but it's usually for caves and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe nice. ISO 800. But anyway, you, you it to um when you when it comes by it's just everything is very dark and then but he goes by i personally liked it um like tom said with the promos if you're expecting something a little bit faster and a little bit more exciting you're going to be disappointed yeah hmm. but I, I i would have liked him to go more than just a little trot he didn't even it, do a trot. It wasn't Michael. a trot. No, no. Oh. He was. Yeah. He was. Trot would have been good. Trot would have been good. That a trot right. would have been good. Yeah. He was walking as slow as you can walk without going backwards. I don't think he was even oh. going as quickly as, say, the horses pulling the main the trolley down Main Street. I don't think he. Oh was my goodness! Going. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I that's agree with not you. right. Yeah, no, he needs to go faster than yeah. that. Um, so I think I think he was trying to um, I don't want to say to to provide like a, an intimidating presence, but it was uh, maybe foreboding. Maybe it, it was supposed to be kind of it was definitely supposed to be a dark uh, uh, presence, but not spooky spark that would scare you. But I think that's just it was. I thought it was cool, and of course the people who had didn't even know about the headless horseman, they loved it. Uh. Um, and then, of course, the parade was awesome. Um, there were actually some, you know, usually when we see the parades like this, special parades, we see um, recycled floats. Yeah, repurposed I, floats. Re, thank you, yes, repurposed. And I think there may have been one or two, but most of them looked new or heavily redone. This was a very unique parade to Disneyland. It was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it was still it was still short. It wasn't. Uh, some of the, the Orlando folks compared it to their parade, and their parade is longer. But, oh yeah, theirs is huge, but, but way better than what we had. 
What? The, but what kind of floats and things did they have on this one? Um, you had. I'm, I I don't even remember all of it. Okay, so you <laughs> no, had Jack and Sally and Zero in one of them. Yeah, there was a which beautiful, was really cool. a beautiful haunted mansion float. Beautiful haunted mansion. And what was cool about the haunted Did you see it, Tom? On um, the haunted mansion float, they had the hitchhiking ghosts on it. And as it goes past and you're looking in the windows, it was the ballroom scene with the ghosts dancing in the oh, windows wow. you're looking in. That was really cool. And of course, they had the ballroom and, dancers and the grave diggers. Um, actually oh, dancing cool. in the street. Yeah. The grave did diggers they, were... With their shovels and all that? Yes. I did oh, not cool. See, I did not see any sparks, though, did you? Oh, too bad. I wasn't looking for sparks. Okay. I didn't know that they were supposed to be, but they were they were yeah. banging them on the ground. Um, and then it, it was just cool. And then um, the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas drives in a hearse, and his head spins slow, you know, from side to side. So you're ha- either looking at Happy Mayor or Mad Mayor. So that was another really cool. Um, it, it was a car that was dri- Like I said, he was driving the hearse. So that was cool. Uh, doc, um, Dr. Facilier was there. And were there any zombies that were dancing before him? Tom? I don't remember. Well, there were a bunch of ghoulish looking folks, um, dancing, <clears throat> um, before Dr. Facilier. And he was properly eerie also. He, he was a really good presence. Um, in the float that he had, and then a huge. This was not. A, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This was not a happy parade that <laughs> we're used to at Disneyland. This was definitely. Um, this is the darkest thing I've ever seen Disneyland do. Yeah. Good. Then, it should be. It's yeah, Halloween. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then there was a huge float at the end with all the villains. Um, that was very cool. Yeah. That was um, very. Trying that to remember was, who that was, was on there. Exciting. And, um, and what were Anna Hades. and Elsa wearing? Yes, right. <laughs> um, the so the villain parade uh, float was awesome because Lady Tremaine was in front, looking down her nose at everybody imperiously. It was just so awesome. And Drusilla and Anastasia were behind her, and then above them was Hades. Right. Um, you're looking so at the. You're were, looking at pictures, I, huh? <laughs> no, no. I'm. I'm in my mind. I'm, okay. I'm picturing it, and I'm gesturing as I as I remember seeing them. And Hades was very animated and and talking to everybody. It was so. It was so well done. And I'm trying to think what other villains that we may have seen. Cruella, that were in the back Cruella was at the end. Oh yeah, Cru- Cruella was at the end. Was Maleficent or the evil queen? Yes, the, the evil. So behind Hades was the evil queen. She was like another step above, like in the middle part of the float. Was the who, evil queen who were the two on? Was, was Jafar up there? I, yes. Like I in the Jafar very, very top, there. there were there were there were probably two villains, one facing left, one facing right. But yeah, I don't Jafar remember. was one of them. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, evil queen and Maleficent were there. Yeah. Um, just looking down at all of us and sneering. It was awesome. And then, and then at the on the top of it was a huge dragon. Yes, Maleficent oh, dragon. Oh, cool. Yeah, big purple well, dragon was on the top. No well, fire that, was coming out, but it was just still cool. That dragon is Maleficent, by the way. Yeah, yeah. so it was, I know. So she, I and I thought about that last night, but I just said, I, I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> I'm not going to even... <laughs> Not even look oh, so you did have to work in Frozen. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. You're just but, uh, another Disney drone after all. <laughs> I had to. 
But um, also in, in the haunted mansion portion of it, they had these witches, and I don't know who the guys, if they were, I don't know if they were warlocks or what, and they were dancing kind of scary along the street and everything, which was really cool. They did such a good job. Um, Their makeup was great. Their costumes were great. The music was awesome. Uh, and if you want a, a preview of it before the, the 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 edited video comes out, head to the head to Facebook. So either either it's either Disney Dis Unplugged Facebook page will have a link to the to the um, Facebook Live video. They'll at least give you a sample of the parade. Okay. Uh, and and we didn't give the right order of it, but I think we touched on most on of everything. It, yeah. The yeah the the parade was like. Tom said probably shorter than what a lot of people like, but it was longer than I expected it to be. Do you know and, about how long it is? They were moving really slow, but still it was probably only 15 minutes, 15 minutes maybe. Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. I would say 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, well worth it. Way, way, 115% better than yeah. the cavalcade. Yeah. Oh, the cavalcade was silly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was cute. That's the problem. It was cutesy and short. Yeah. Yeah. This was definitely not cutesy. And the music that they played was, was proper. The only thing is at the very end with the Disney villains, it wasn't as dark as the rest of the parade was. So it was more fun in a villainy fun way. All right. Let's, let's move on. Are there any other changes to the Halloween party? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at Tomorrowland Terrace. Usually there will be a dance party or something like that. Instead, they were doing Jedi training into the night. Or Jedi yeah. training during the Halloween party. So that was kind of huh. weird. They did two or three um, Jedi trainings during the Halloween party. Um, the trick-or-treat locations were basically the same. Villains at, in Town Square, basically the same. Fireworks was beautiful. As always, um, fireworks were amazing. Yeah, cadaver dance. Ghost standing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, um, ghost was, galaxy. Was that the same? Yeah, I just wrote it today. It's pretty much the same. Very loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering if the projections were any better or anything after hyperspace mountain. I liked them before, so I didn't notice a difference. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to write it, yet, Michael. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, cadaver dance were on the rivers of America, so that was good, even though there's construction. Anything- well, you can't tell because of that, the fog. I know, yeah. Anything else new or, diff- the- new or different, Mary Jo? That we need to talk um, about? Just the haunted mansion. But I, I think what we talked about heck? <laughs> we talked about you, that last You have week, special right? effects or something? <laughs> yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's my guard cat. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, that, that was for perfect show, when you said the Halloween. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I think we talked about that last week, though. So, okay, yeah. I'm trying to think. They had one scarecrow. Um, sometimes um, they have two, so they no, had I one. I saw, I saw two. I saw two. Where did you see them? Okay, so one was facing. There was one over to the side by by Stage Door Cafe, closer to you. Um, oh, okay. And then the one in front of but the he was, shops. He was by the Halloween. Yeah, he was by the Halloween tree. Yes. Yeah, but then there was another one over on the other side. Okay. You, you remember? Uh, I have a question. Remember how they used to always, you know, so nicely decorate the 
Thunder Mountain area and have pumpkin carving and all that. Did that get moved anywhere in the park? No. I didn't see any pumpkin carving. No. Rats. I thought Zocalo- maybe they'd move at the Crater Country or something. You know, um, so we went, we were in Critter Country and they had poo there and they were dressed up for Halloween. Well, but you there was think no they would have cleaned party. that up? I know, right? yeah. <laughs> um, candy was good, right? Don't you think? I thought the candy was very good. Yeah, candy was good. And I like the, I like the healthy options they gave better this year than in prior years. You know, prior years they gave you the fresh apple slices, but those only last so long and raisins. This time, we had popcorn bags of um, those little cheddar popcorn mm-hmm. uh, cheeses, which really aren't no. um, healthy. But they had those some power bars, right? And, and some apple, those apple crisps that are like freeze dried apples, and some baked potato chips, and baked potato chips. So, all of those are gone in my house already. And chocolate, lots of chocolate. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about the package. That we did. We did the Blue Bayou dining package along with the Halloween party. And do you remember what the price was? Was it 82? I thought it was 62. Oh. 62. 62. I thought it was 65. 65. Somewhere six, in the 60s. Yeah, I think uh, it so was you, 65. So you get a three course meal at Blue Bayou and then reserved seating for the parade only. Um, so. Yeah, maybe a little pricey for what you get, but I, I'm trying to say this without choking. The food was actually fairly good. Um, I had the surf and turf, which has surprised me that it was an option on the, on the package. Uh, think, yeah, Keith <laughs> said it's, it was 62. I was right. It wasn't 65. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, 62 was the paint the night, but I think it was, it was, it was 62 or 65. So that's. I thought I saw 65 on the bottom of the menu, but okay, I am well. probably wrong. No, it's, it's fine. Um, I had the surf and turf, which was a small filet and a, and a, lo- a lobster tail. Um, both of those, the lobster tail was okay. The, the, the filet was good. The, the scalloped potatoes or the rotten potatoes that they have are awesome. Um, and then there was some green beans and you know other vegetables on the plate, but a good meal. Um, I had the what was it the gumbo? The gumbo was really good. What did you have, Mary Jo? I had the jambalaya. Okay. And so the jambalaya had spicy andouille uh, sausage, andouille sausage, which was delicious. Shrimp, um, some pieces of fish on it. Um, and the vegetables mixed in. Yeah. It was it was more than I could eat, right. it was, but it was so good. Um, I I thought our server was okay. Um, our you're so kind, huh? What? He, yeah, he, <laughs> you're, so, you're so kind. Yeah, I, the assistant server was awesome. Yes, he did very well. The server still not great. Um, yeah, the all, server needs training, yeah. I think. And then the, the menus, you know, we had talked about that they have lighted menus now for the special party menu. It was not lit. So we had to use our cell phones to be able to read them, read the menu. So. Right. Pete, and just for people who, Pete had the short ribs. Yeah, he enjoyed the short ribs. I don't think there was and any other. And he said they were delicious. There were, I don't think anybody else had anything else that we didn't have. Um, now, let's talk about the the viewing area. The viewing area, what, well, they told us to line up near... Rhino had the chicken. 
Oh yeah, he yeah he enjoyed the chicken. Oh no no so no, the, the chicken was right. was okay. So chicken chicken okay, it's cheap. We can give you a big portion. No, that was the smallest serving of everything. Right. Was the chicken? It was so like, if you it, don't it have like, much of an appetite, <laughs> it was like a quarter chicken, <laughs> and whatever was on top of the quarter chicken did not extend past the quarter chicken, or was or right. whatever was underneath. It was it was like a, it was tiny. It was tiny. Yeah, it that was, was embarrassing. I, I wouldn't say tiny, but it was pretty small. It was it was small, and it was compared everything was tucked to, compared in to under. My, compared to my plate that had a piece of steak, a lobster tail, potatoes. Uh, green beans, uh, squash. And you had filet mignon, right? Yes. Yes. So you had the filet mignon and lobster, and, lobster. and it's the same price. Yes. Yeah. And you had a huge so, plate of jambalaya. Yeah, I had a huge, I could, like I, like I yeah. said, I couldn't finish yeah. it. All right. So, so they told us to meet at, oh, before we left, they gave everybody a, what did they say? A pound and a half of candy to, to get us, to get us started on our trick or treating. Yes. And um, it had lots of chocolate in it. And plus a lanyard that had lights on it so we could see in the dark. Didn't help reading the menu, but because uh, we didn't get it till, to the end. Uh, so they had us meet by Carnation Cafe. Uh, so I got there. They said to meet at 8 o'clock. I got there at 7.45, and there was already a line. Uh, so I got in line. And the viewing area was not by Carnation Cafe. The viewing area was on the other side of the street in front of Starbucks. Yeah, in front of the uh, market. Yes, in front of Market House. And and the line for it was in the middle of the street. Yes. So, so you had to, it, like, cut in front of people to get across. Yeah. Um, and the place they were... Shoving people in, basically telling everybody, move all the way down, move all the way down, move all the way down. It was packed in there. They oversold it. We talked to somebody who was forced out of her area to make more room for Blue Bayou people. Um, it just seemed oh, yeah, unorganized right. for, well, of course, this was only the first night, but still. Yeah. It was the first night, but we were lucky because since Tom, was so well prepared. He and I got to sit on the curb. Yeah, I. I so I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna I was, complain no, too I was, much. I was not well prepared. I was lucky because there were the the curb was taken when I walked in, but two people left for some reason. Maybe they were in the wrong place, and I just I snuck into that that spot. So we were just lucky. So anyway. Um, yeah, and I think the area was larger than what they were expecting, right? Because that's why they were pushing people yeah, out of the way. People out of the, yeah. So people who had been sitting there for an hour waiting were told, um, "You no longer can sit here." So yeah, um, really I know weird. that they accommodated one person, but I'm pretty sure that other people who don't know yeah. how to talk to Disney, you know, they just had to go find yeah. someplace else. But again, um, Orlando team will have some. Uh, they're they're going to since they experienced both both parties on both coasts. They will probably talk about that this week, and again, also check uh, our YouTube channel and for more coverage. Um, let's see, anything else in housekeeping? I have a couple more things, but I'm I, I need to take a break from talking. <laughs> Michael, I, you have anything? Well, Go for it. I do. Go ahead. Well, you know, you're all talking about Halloween, but what what you may not realize is that when this show goes up on on Monday. <laughs> Um, it'll only be 89 more days till Christmas. <laughs> Yay. And 
<laughs> and so, and, and you know, Thanksgiving everyone ignores. But uh, anyway, so you know what? It's time to start thinking about decorating, and <laughs> and so you're just in luck because your local Lowe's home improvement store is now carrying the Disney magic holiday collection of course by the time you're listening to this they may be out of everything <laughs> so anyway what this is is that uh this is put out this is actually put out by i think it's jemmy they are the company that does those giant inflatables that people put out on their front lawns and they are they're doing a line of christmas decorations that are branded by disney some look fairly ordinary they're you know regular christmas lights but others are not they do have uh, for instance we went to our local lows here in our town and and a lot of them have a Disney flair. They have, for instance, they have a Mickey icon um, lights. Some are white, and and but then there are two different kinds of um, colored ones that have two different kinds of effects. One is a swirl effect, and one is another one has it's all kinds of different multicolor flashing uh, effects as well. So uh, so you want to check those out and be sure you. You, you look at the box and make sure you're, if you buy multiple ones, you're getting all the same ones that you want because they look very similar. Uh, a few of the other things that we saw there, the funny thing is some of these aren't necessarily, uh, you could use outside of the, the Christmas holidays. For instance, these Mickey lights, you could, you could hang them on your RV. You could, mm, uh, oh, if, that's you, right. if you're, if you are, uh, if you have a, a, a Disney themed party at any time of the year, you could hang these on your patio or the front of your house or in, in the trees in your yard or anything like that. I'm thinking that people that camp at Fort Wilderness, they're going to have these on their RVs and all that. So, um, anyway, I would so, think that they'd want to stock up because they're really cute. They are. And, um, from what I understand, and this is true for all the Lowe's, once they're out, they're out. They are not getting replenished. Wow. So our Lowe's was putting them on the shelves today. And, um, and just by happenstance, we went to Lowe's and, you know, they weren't even, they didn't even have the prices up. They had a young man there who was checking prices, but people were already, you know, buying things and they didn't even have everything out, you know, when we were there. So uh, a few other few other things that they have they have things like uh, I don't know this LED Christmas tree that's color whirl that didn't um excite me too much they they do have some little Olaf figure Carol put her foot down on that one uh, but I'm sure that's going to be very popular and they have a lot of these different little projectors, these LED projection spotlights. There, there's some ones for $25. The, probably the most popular one is going to be the one that has swirling little Mickey heads in, in different colors. Uh, but then they have others that just are like, um, different multicolored lights and things. We got one of those, uh, cause they didn't have the Mickey head ones out on the shelf yet. And then they have larger projectors. They're $49.95. And they, um, they have one that's, um, fireworks with the fireworks special, uh, sound effect and including a Mickey firework. And I mean, so, you know, I put that on the front of our house the 4th of July, you know, or even New Year's Eve or something like that. And, and other times of the year, they have one that is a um, pixie dust one as well. 
so uh, that that is probably a little more Christmassy. They uh, they had one and it's I, it, I haven't seen it on any of the websites, but it's a lamppost that's very festive and it has like ring in the cheer it says on it or something. But in the light, there's these swirling multicolored LED Mickey's. We did get that. They uh, they have. Um, Anyway, and and they have oh they have these neon Mickey and Minnie's, uh, like for the front lawn or put in your window. Again, they are not holiday ones though. They look like Mickey and Minnie. So uh, again, that's something that if you're having a Disney theme party or something, you could just you could put those up for that. So there's all kinds of stuff, and then they have pretty standard stuff, just uh, you know, hanging icicles, you know, standard Christmas lights and things like that that um, aren't necessarily um, Disney themed. So you want to, so you one, I would say, hurry to your Lowe's if you want to check these out. Uh, Oh, oh, they do have a a, oh um, another projector that's a countdown clock. And they they also have one that plays, I think, um, four different Christmas carols. So, again, you want to uh, check those out if any of that interests you. And I think they're fairly reasonably priced. So, um, anyway, so go ahead and... And, uh, you know, check that out. And, oh, somebody asked, yes, the, the Mickey headlights are LED lights. So, um, anyway... So go ahead and uh, check those out and see what you think. So anyway, uh, just a couple other reminders and housekeeping. Just a reminder, Connecting with Walt is on iTunes. So we are getting ready for our October season. And uh, so you want to be ready for that. So if you haven't already downloaded Connecting with Walt on iTunes and left us a, a positive uh, hmm. you know, uh, rating, let me know. If you want, you know, go ahead and do that. If you if you're going to say something negative, then the best way to do that, of course, is to go to your local um, Santa Fe train depot and go to the Western Union Telegraph office. And there you'll see the little man there wearing his visor and and his shirt with the garter and just let it just have him send a telegraph to iTunes because you know that is the original, uh, that is the original uh, internet, the telegraph, and and he will get that right on the way to iTunes (laughs) for you. So anyway, and also a reminder that you can order a Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition of Connecting with Walt merchandise. So you want to get all decked out, you know, in time for connecting with Walt and, you know, be wearing it. And, and when you're listening to us on the Diz Unplugged, be in your gear. So uh, we'll have a, a link to all that in our show notes. Some sad news this week, right, Mary Jo? I'm thinking um, regarding downtown Disney. Oh, I, I can't think about that. Okay, sorry, I won't. Uh, tr- oh, no, cl- it's not cl- the silver shop. Yes, it? it's the silver shop. <gasps> Close your ears, Mary Jo. I am. Okay. I'm, I'm so sad. Something silver is closed. Okay, you can open your ears now, Mary Jo. Mary Jo. I'm so sad. <laughs> that was, well, Mary jo, I love obvious- that shop. You obviously did not buy enough there. I guess not, right? People with better salaries than me should have been called <laughs> buying from from something silver. Yeah, they didn't even they didn't even give us any warning. Yeah, it was 
just instant. Um, all right, yeah. one one more housekeeping that I have. Um, the other one I'll save for later. Um, did did anybody get a chance to see the the pumpkin display or the chocolate pumpkin display in the Grand? Did you walk through there, Majo? We did. We we found all the hidden Mickey's. In nice. It. It's a huge, huge, yeah. big chocolate pumpkin. Where they Beautiful. would norm- where they normally have like the gingerbread house during Christmas in, in mm-hmm. the Grand California. So it's a very cool display. It's a cool display, and then it, and behind the the giant pumpkin is the Grand Californian fence. And we were talking to one of the cast members there today, and she said everything there is confectionery, except for the the glass pit pane for the for the little candle, the the faux candle that's at the top lighting the oh, okay. the fence on the pillar of the fence. Hmm. Everything else is covered either in fondant. She said Rice Krispies and um, icing. So and it smells so good over there. <laughs> yeah. All right. But um, any other... I I have okay. Go ahead. I my housekeeping is um at the haunted mansion. Even though I went on it twice, um, I did not find the monkey bride. My young daughter went on it once and found it right away. So for those of you looking for the monkey bride, <laughs> when you up in the attic of the haunted mansion, what they do is they get the the clapper monkey and they put it in a bride outfit with a beating, red beating heart and they place it someplace in the attic. So every year we look for the monkey bride. So this year Kelly said that it's on a post. It's about eye level or a little bit above eye level. So I was looking on the ground so I didn't see it. But when you first get in there on the left-hand side when the – um Items start appearing in the attic. Just look for it and you'll find it. Hopefully. All right. That is a lot of housekeeping. Let's move on to news. Tony, you awake? Yeah, I am. Awesome. Cool. All right. <laughs> okay. So pick, pick, we will pick, start. Pick a story. We'll go Disneyland, not Disneyland. Okay, cool. So the one that we need to talk a lot about is Disneyland has reintroduced the Southern California Pass, which was never coming back ever. But <laughs> Because then, there are just too many dang annual yes. pass holders. Yes. But I guess maybe there's not too many. So yeah, after, dis- after discontinuing new sales two years ago, Disney again is offering the pass, and it's $459. The pass is good for about 200 days at both theme parks. It's not valid on Saturdays holidays, and some Sundays and summer days. We are excited to offer that pass once again based on availability. Disneyland spokeswoman Kathy Killian said, Disney had stopped stopped selling the new Southern California passes in 2014 to help manage crowds on Sundays at the theme parks. Those who had the pass could renew it annually. This year, the park closed several attractions as it inches forward with the plans to create Star Wars themed land, blah, blah, blah. It's only available to those living in zip codes 90000 from San Diego to north of San Luis Obispo. Yeah. So, so thoughts. By, by, by Tulare County. So. In the valley. So explain why they're now offering it. Experts. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh, 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 because because park attendance is so low, right? right yeah, I think they've it, reached yeah. their sixty-five thousand people. Mm-hmm. They've only been hitting fifty thousand people. So. Isn't it? Isn't it significantly more it's um, now than it was? I, w- yeah. They've been increasing the price, even though they haven't been selling it. They've been increasing it because they've been having renewals. So um, it's it's what it it's what they. It was the last time they raised it, but 
I can I can oh, pull okay. I can pull I... up historic data. Because it was uh okay. we, I, I thought had it, it had gone up. I had it at four thirty nine and they're selling it for four fifty nine but a twenty twenty dollar discount for um renewals, so which was four thirty nine. Let me look and see. I have my spreadsheet of historic ticket data. Uh let's see it was SoCal Okay, so before it was four thirty nine, it was three eighty nine. That was in twenty fifteen. Um let's see. Let's go back to twenty fourteen, three fifty nine. Um in yeah, in twenty thirteen it increased to three fifty nine. So in yeah, six three years it's gone up a hundred dollars, yeah. Okay, I thought maybe they maybe raised it a little more significantly, no, no, no. and that was why. No. Uh, the last price, like I said, the last price increase that we had in 2016, it increased to 439, but that's when they were only offering um, renewals. So they just bumped it up 20 bucks to open it up to everybody. And uh, let's see. Mm. Yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah, it's really interesting because they're doing that and then they're doing the the other thing we're going to... Uh, the, the, uh, the Costco thing, so I don't know what they're, what they're thinking. Money? Yes. they got to pay for a parking lot in, the, in a Star Wars area. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Let's stay with... Let's... No, we'll go back to that later. We'll go to Knott's. And one of their new attractions got a name change after a backlash from the mental health community. Knott's Berry Farm has changed the name of a virtual reality attraction built around the psychiatric ward of a hospital after an uproar from mental health advocates who say it propagates the stigma of mental illness. The immersive Halloween attraction, which opened recently, is built around a girl named Katie who shows up at a medical facility. It was originally titled and marketed as Fear VR 5150. The number 5150 refers to a section of the California Welfare and Institutions Code which authorizes a a peace officer or clinician to involuntarily confine a person suspected of a mental disorder that makes them a danger to themselves or others. After emails, letters, and phone calls from the National Alliance of Mental Illnesses, Orange County Chapter, and several mental health advocates across the country, Cedar Fair announced that it would remove the 5150 from the attraction's title. It's never our intent to be disrespectful to any individual or group, a statement released recently by the company said. The virtual reality experience is actually built around paranormal zombie-like activity in a medical hospital setting. Part of the confusion stems from the use of the code 5150 and the experience's original name. For that reason, the name has been changed to Fear VR. And more explanations and blah, blah, blah. So do we need, do I need to go into any more depth? But no. there you go. Yes, so there you go. They changed it. <laughs> I can give you other people who due said, to, well... Due to, due to guest demand. Yeah. Not so, even uh, guest demand. It yeah. wasn't even guest demand. This was... Okay. No. So, in that case, as a Van Halen fan, I'm wondering if you know Van Halen has to retitle their album called 5150 right. for the same reason. Anyways, anytime I can drop there's, a Van Halen reference. There's a local... Um, uh, sorry, a local manufacturer around here that's selling a energy drink that has 5150 in the title for some reason in, in the uh-huh. name of the drink. And 
stores stores are taking it off the shelves because of protests from mental health groups as well. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what the what the stigma is with people using fifty one fifty, but yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) And in happier news, Disneyland has begun. Oh, well, happier news! Nice try. Well, it's, it's happier than people being angry about feeling yeah, okay, that they are yes. persecuted. Yeah. yeah okay. So yes, okay. On non, uh, I don't know, non whatever news. Disneyland has begun work on the new ride, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Breakout. It's all caps, so I got to. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> you have to yeah. yell it. They do. That's what it means. LOL. Ha ha ha. Okay. Just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy, the um, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, have started taking over the Tower of Terror attraction at Disney's Cali- Disney California Adventure. A large crane appeared behind the building, and they have removed the large sign on the front top of the building that said the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Disneyland officials said it was part of its preparations for the new version of the ride to be called Guardians of the Galaxy Mission. Breakout! And now I'm going to do it for now. I'm going to do it forever. <laughs> the ride, which features an elevator car that shoots... We already know that. We don't need to read that. The ride is themed after... Okay, we know that. Uh, let's see. I mean, come on. So I, they, are you so editing they, as you go along? So they started construction They started construction early, basically. Yeah, do I need to... Do I need to... Just okay, in case you didn't know, the Tower <laughs> of Terror ride is themed after the Rod Serling created television show, The Twilight Zone. We have you, well, I always wondered yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're going to install the new Marvel Comics Universe theme announced last summer. Okay, now as bad as it is for us to read this as news, I'm actually more frustrated with the Orange County Register because it's like just copy and pasting information that they'd already had. Yeah. So really, but there's... They're, pro- it, they're probably reprinting a press release from Disneyland. Yeah, I know. I think the first two paragraphs are that. So, yeah, that's it. That was, was more of a housekeeping, but it's all caps, so I got to yell it. So, there you go. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Tony. That's the news, kind of. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, we are, what are we, hour and a half in, something like that? No, not quite. Um, all right, time for rapid fire. I will go first. Mine is quick. Uh, beginning October 7th. Guests can watch a 10-minute-long 4D preview of the upcoming film Doctor Strange in the Sunset Showcase Theater in Hollywoodland, which is the former Muppets Theater, which is over there. Um, The movie opens November 4th. Okay, that's it. Nobody cares. All right. Um, (laughs) It's true. Come on. Uh, Oh, I want to see it. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, Michael cares. Uh, Just for that, you can go next. Ooh, okay. Well, after I see the film on Sunday, November fourth, I'm going to go to the second annual Mouse Con on Sunday, oh, November sixth. Right, yes. Oh, that's right. I've been waiting for them to actually announce something. Uh, Mouse Con is uh, is uh, Northern California Disney fan convention. We had the first one last year, and it was a lot of fun. And somebody seriously needs to. They, they need to have a proofreader for. They their, need a. Uh, they need a better web uh, for their right website. Now. Yes, I mean, how do you misspell Northern? Anyway, um, 
so, but they have this week, they announced their special guests. They're going to be there. And this is very exciting. They have some really big ones. Uh, first up is Disney legend Karen Dotris. And who knows what <gasps> oh. film she was in, Mary Jo. Uh, she um, was in Thumbelina. She well, was. You, she was in Thumbelina. Not Thumbelina. The one about the cat. Um, that's right. Thomasina. Thomasina. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. And she was Mary Poppins. That's right. Well, she wasn't Mary Poppins, but she was in No, she was in she, Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's right. She was Jane Banks. And she was also in the Gnome Mobile. And, uh, anyway, and so, um, and she was named a Disney legend in 2004. She was at the D23, um, uh, convention last time, I believe, too, last year. Also, uh, coming up is going to be cartoonist and illustrator Bill Morrison. He, he, he's, uh, he's really done a lot of, um, He's well known for painting dozens of movie posters, including many for Walt Disney Pictures, such as The Little Mermaid, Bambi, Peter Pan, Cinderella, Lady and the Tramp, and The Jungle Book. And he also has been working on um, projects lately related to The Simpsons and Futurama. So he's done something for everyone here. Uh, uh, right now, what he is doing is working on... Um, some artwork for a, a limited edition animation art prints. They're more high-end art prints that are done by Acme Animation Archives. Uh, they're really beautiful if you want if you go on their website and check them out. So he should be very interesting. The next one is uh, all of you graphic novel and comic book fans. Um, artist Pat McGreal is going to be there. He is one of the foremost writers of Disney comic books world. Um, worldwide. Um, he and his wife, um, Carol, uh, have worked on more than 500 comedy adventures starring Mickey and Donald and their, um, assorted pals. So anyway, so he's, he's also worked on other, um, uh, other superhero comic books like Flash, Hawkman, Judge Dredd, um, Indiana Jones, Captain Marvel, speaking of which. Anyway, and so, so you can, um, you can check him out. And then finally, artist, actor, and writer C. Andrew Nelson. He's done a lot of work for Lucasfilms. He's probably, though, most um, best known for having spent 12 years portraying the character of Darth Vader. He started portraying him for Lucasfilm in 1994, and he's portrayed him in the special edition re-release of the original Star Wars trilogy, in Rebel Assault 2, and the Dark Forces games from LucasArts, as well as in commercials, television shows, print games and live appearances he has spent more time in the darth vader costume than any other actor he's also been a, a voiceover actor and lots of um, lots of things so anyway so there you go all you star wars fans so they have not yet announced what all their you know forums are going to be but i'm sure that'll be coming so we will have a link to uh, to um, the MouseCon website in our show notes. Again, that's Sunday, November 6th, 
2016. It is a Sunday at 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's at the Hilton Concord. It's 1970 Diamond Boulevard, Concord, California. Admission is only $12. Children 8 to 14, $5. Um, children 8 years and under are free. Um, and they're going to be selling tickets on the website this year. Last year, you had to get them there in person. So um, anyway, I will definitely be there. So I'll look forward to seeing other Dizzers as well. Speaking of personal appearances, <laughs> there's, um, you know, we talked about Marty Scalar is right. going to be at, down at, you know, at the Grand Californian. Well, all you Northern Californians who are in Sacramento, you can meet Disney legend Marty Scalar for a special book signing. He, of course, has written two books, Dream It, Do It, My Half-Century Creating Disney's Magic Kingdoms, and One Little Spark, Mickey's Ten Commandments, and Road to Imagineering. He's actually written a lot of others. These are his most recent ones. Um, also, and, and he is going to be uh, appearing Saturday, December 3rd, 2016, at the Stage 9 Entertainment entertainment store this is in old sacramento at 102 k street um, in sacramento california um, also appearing are going to be a couple of disney imagineers alfredo ayala and dex tanksley and they have done a whole lot of things including working on just about all the theme parks and resorts around the world so they will also be there so for more information you can um, contact Stage 9 at 916-447-3623. And again, that is Sunday, December 3rd. Very cool. That would be... Lots of fun yeah. things happening up there. Uh-huh. All right, Mary Jo. So down south, we have other cool things happening. Over at the Science Museum, we have Science Behind Pixar Exhibition. This opens on October 15th. I'm not exactly sure how long it runs, but it's going to be there for a while. There's, um, this is so cool. It's 12,000 square feet. It's an interactive um, exhibition that showcases the science, technology, engineering, and math STEM concepts used by the artists and computer scientists who help bring Pixar's um, films to the big screen. So there's more than 40 interactive exhibit elements. There's eight sections. Uh, each focus on a step in the filmmaking process to give you um, production pipeline concepts used at Pixar every day. And people who go can participate in hands-on activities. They can listen to, or we can because I plan on going, listen to <laughs> first-hand accounts from members of the studio's production teams. And there's also going to be some of our favorite Pixar film characters, including Buzz Lightyear, Dory, Mike, Sully, Edna Mode, and Wally. So that's going to be so cool to see them. Um, this is, again, it's going to be at the Science Museum. You can purchase tickets there, but because these, exhi- ex- these exhibits um, tend to be very popular, they do recommend that you purchase your tickets ahead of time, which is something that I've done for the Endeavor. So it's pretty easy. Um, if you purchase the tickets online, there is a $3 charge. And you can get the Science Behind Pixar exhibition and IMAX film combo or just the um, exhibit itself. And if you're going to do the combo for adults ages 18 to 59, you're talking 2145. Kids up to 12 are, is going, are going to be 1370. Um, college students, which are the 13 to 17 age bracket, it's 1670. And seniors are 1670 also. 
If you just want the exhibit, adults are fourteen ninety five, children ages four to twelve are nine ninety five, youths um, thirteen to seventeen are eleven ninety five, and seniors are also eleven ninety five. Group tickets are sold. You have to call them to find out um, how how to go about getting them. And when you order online, you reserve your time, and um, you could do that for both IMAX and for the exhibit. So make sure that when you pick your IMAX theater, uh, excuse me, your IMAX film, that you pick um, a film that's going to be after October 15th. Because if you do one before October 15th, you're not going to see the exhibit. So you want to make sure you do that. And I was looking at this um, recently. They have Pixar the Exhibition is a show that you can see. Or if you'd rather see one of the science films, you could see that. But that's one of the films that they're going to be showing at the IMAX theater. Um, other ones would be Beautiful Planet, Journey to Space, um, National Park Adventure, Secret Ocean, and Voyage of Time are the shows. And while you're there, make sure you also see the Endeavor. So again, this is at the California Science Center, um, which is near the, the Museum of Natural History, USC, etc. Very cool. Thank you, my joke. Yeah. Tony? Halloween Spooktacular for... San Diego is upon us every weekend in October, and they've already started. So kids can meet some spooky and not-so-spooky animals, dance the day away with, not night, with funny friends like Tabitha Taffy and Timothy Toffee, and trick-or-treat in, <laughs> trick in a sea-inspired atmosphere. Kids can dress up in their Halloween best and go on a trick-or-treating adventure throughout the park. Bags are provided. And there will also be SeaWorld's Halloween-themed shows, including Clyde and Seymour's Big Halloween Bash at Sea Lion and Otter Stadium, and Sesame Street's Who Said Boo at Mission Bay Theater. Also, there's going to be Dia de los Muertos. Wait, oh wait, they crossed it out. Disney owns that, so they can't do Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> um, right. did, yeah. did they copyright yeah, that yeah. trademark? Yeah, they tried. Um, where colorful papel, picado flags, vibrant ofrendas... And large Katrinas will invite guests to learn about and take part in the festivities of this traditional Mexican holiday. So you can do all that with included in your price of admission. It is not extra. The only thing that's offered that is extra is a spectacular cookie decorating kit and souvenir photo for $15. But other than that, it's included on the weekends. Very so, cool. There you go. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Uh, one last thing I forgot to mention about Halloween. Um, I, myself, uh, Oliver and Rhino from the Orlando team did Halloween Horror Nights at Universal on Saturday. And so they will be, uh, putting up some coverage of that as well and probably talking about that on the Dis Unplugged Universal edition. So look Can for Can you give that. us a little sneak peek though and tell us what you, just kind of what you thought about it? I enjoyed it actually. How was the amazing? How was the American Horror Story? That I've one. never seen the show, and that was my favorite maze. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. <gasps> so, oh, now I really yeah. want to see but it. Half, really. half of the fun, though, is walking behind Rhino and Oliver in the mazes and listening Do to the Do they get screen. scared? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So I was cracking up the whole time. So. Yeah, I'd be yeah. laughing, too. Yeah, so... Also, uh, Rhino's going to come on the show um, in a week or two, and we're going to talk about the VIP tour at Universal Studios Hollywood. So that should be good as well. Yeah. 
So what did you think of that I will, without going into detail? Uh, I will talk about that when we talk about <laughs> Anticipation. Right. All right. All right. Uh, why can't I? Oh, because I'm looking at the wrong screen. Okay, there we go. Um, all right. Uh, that is going to do it for this segment. For those of you listening live, stick around. And we're going to talk about the Hyatt House. Uh, be sure to catch all of our other Design Plug podcasts this week. We will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.